guys, welcome to our Christian viewing experience. I'm Noah Wilder. And I'm Elias Chavez. And we've started the episode. We did it. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it's taken us a full minute and a half, but it's fine. Anyway, it's been Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's not New Year's yet. Nope. Because we're recording the day I am putting this out. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, there's no lag in the news or anything this time. Nope. It is a slow news week. But it's because it's a slow news week, <laughs> not because we we're wait. doing this two days after the last recording. <laughs> or because we uh, we recorded three days before I release it, and then all the news comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which happens a lot, actually. <laughs> it does. And you're just like, well, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> we're just going to release it anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Christmas. Christmas. It's, you know. It's gone. It's gone. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and now it's behind us. Is it? It probably isn't for a lot of people. It's not for a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, Christmas, usually, Christmas isn't completely done for me until mm-hmm. the first week of January. I still have to go visit people and get yeah. gifts and things. Yeah, there's still those last couple people that you haven't given gifts to. You still got to put everything away. I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah. No, uh, you you, you, you kept out your Christmas stuff. Until for, I moved. Like, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I had to put your Christmas stuff away. When we were moving. <laughs> You're like, hey man, uh, I, got the, I got this train set that I need. It needs to get put up before we can do anything else. It's the priority. Yeah. How was your Christmas, Elias? Why just... sticky and yawning? What was that, Elias? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I uh, Christmas. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, I was woken up Christmas Eve because my best friend called me. Yeah. And she was like, oh, "You picked up," and I was like, "I." do i not i didn't have anything else going on she's like where you she didn't even ask me if you were sleeping she's like are you all right and i'm just sitting there like yeah and she's (laughs) facetiming me and i'm lying in my bed at like 9 30 why was she calling oh just to say merry christmas like on christmas eve on christmas eve okay well she had she had a very stacked christmas ah yeah she had to work you in she had to work you in so she had to work the only time she had available was 9 30 on christmas eve well, you act like that you were acting like it was like five in the morning well okay my brother ian and i we may or may not have stayed up very late watching anime <laughs> we were up until like four four twenty we were up until four twenty watching anime okay <laughs> I was like, when did, did you we plan go? that? No, no, no. It was you just, just like, noticed, and now you remember. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like as uh, we were both just like, man, it's late. We've just watched twelve episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen, and <laughs> it was like, what? Oh man, is it? What are we gonna do now? And then I looked looked at the clock, and it was four nineteen, and I was like, Ian, you have one minute to get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like probably less than a minute and then it was 420 and i was like dude get out it's 420 <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh how was your christmas though <laughs> my my actual christmas was very nice my mom got up early uh made some some eggs and some bacon and some potatoes and we heated up some tortillas and had a delightful time um then we opened up presents and we had a good time opening up presents and then we did the, then we went and we, we played a couple video games and we watched some movies we ate mm-hmm. lunch and we ate dinner and we watched some movies and it was great okay 
Yeah, I texted a couple people. I Okay, I have this unfortunate problem every Christmas. I text all the people that I love and that are close to me, and then, like, they start texting me back. <laughs> and they're like, Merry Christmas! And I'm just like, uh, there are uh, so many, and, like, I'm still responding to Christmas messages. Yeah. I cannot get through all of that in one day and still pretend See, like I care about my family. I'm, like, I, <laughs> I'm, I used to text everyone I could think of. Mm -hmm. I just quit. <laughs> I didn't even text. It, I texted maybe ten people this year. I maybe a couple more, but like I, it, if they uh, text me, I'll text back and appreciate it. But yeah. otherwise, whenever I'll see you, I, <laughs> I've probably seen you in the past month, and I've probably said Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, or Have a Good Christmas. Probably want to see you something like that. Yeah, it, that'll it's suffice. Not necessary. <laughs> I don't even post online on Christmas, no. which a lot of people do. I'm no. like, no, I'm just going to chill. Which is a good catch-all. Hey, guys, there's so many of you, and I just want to send everybody well wishes. Good catch-all. Not I, for me. I hope, <laughs> I, I hope I never send out Christmas cards. <laughs> oh, no. I'm fine with it. Yeah. The idea of it. It's just, I don't want to. That's a lot of stamps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'll do that until I have a child. Yeah. Some people are like really excited about their Christmas cards. <laughs> They're like, I'm married now. I I can send out Christmas cards. And it won't be awkward. And it will be it won't just be me. That's what I should do. I should hire a professional photographer to just take pictures of me. And I can send them out to all of my friends and just be like, Yeah, Merry Christmas from me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Not from the Chavez family. Nope. Not, not from Elias. <laughs> and, and like, from me. From me. Written in like <laughs> written in like really nice calligraphy. It's you paid like three hundred dollars per card. <laughs> this only went out to five people for so feel very special. Feel very special. I love this. I love this. So anything you're super excited that you got on Christmas. Dude, we've been over this already. No, um, no, we haven't. Uh, oh, oh, we were just okay. Like, hey man, what you get? And I told you some things, and but you were like, oh, okay, and that was the end of it. Anyway, I got a bunch of gift cards this year. Okay, I, I told is that, specifically. Is that, okay, because you asked for. Them. Yes, I asked for them. I specifically told like people who were like, hey, you know, I want to get you some stuff, and specifically went on a way to make sure everybody knew gift cards to where Nintendo. <laughs> And uh, I asked like a bunch of people for Spotify gift cards because mm. I I don't have I don't have Spotify premium premium it's premium right oh so you don't get to choose your songs exactly or um, skip ads yeah <laughs> and so I was and I don't I I hate the idea of paying for a subscription service <laughs> I don't. Just the thought of like you survive off of other people's subscriptions. <laughs> I survive, <laughs> Blue Apron. <laughs> um, but no, I uh, yeah. You I got a bunch of gift cards. Got a bunch of gift cards. Not a single Spotify gift card. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could just get it myself. So I'm, I'm gonna wait until I'm gonna wait a little. You gotta get while you're still in college. So you can get it for five dollars yeah. instead of ten dollars. Yeah, I know, and I will someday. Someday, <laughs> someday. If you get, if you would have got, my life has passed me by. All right, that's enough. <laughs> you not like that song? I love that song. I look around and I wonder why you were always there for me. I, you don't even, don't even know, know what I'm talking singing. about, do you? You don't like that song? I don't even know that <laughs> I don't song. Even 
We're gonna move past that. If Shut you got, the dough. Shut if the you... dough, baby. Bam, bam. Bam, I probably do, but not from what you just did. <laughs> okay, whatever. Moving on. If you got six, mm-hmm. like, $10 gift cards yeah. to Spotify, you'd be set for a year. I'd be set for a good amount of time, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no. Nintendo, though, I got, like, several $20 Nintendo gift cards. I also got a Steam gift card, but I don't and, know what I'm going to use that. Anyway, point is, got a bunch of gift cards. On the one game you want to get, Horizon Zero Dawn? Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon. Yeah. That is one thing that I've been that's on steam and you're like oh i'm gonna get it and then you just didn't <laughs> well i mean i still have the <laughs> the money's still on there i've got i've got 30 dollars, and i'm like Ugh. but now you got a steam gift card now I got a steam gift card. so you don't even have to spend your own money on it like, <laughs> anyway. Once. anyway yeah you helped my wife pick out a switch game i did and I'm enjoying it. Yes. And I have you, no I have no said, complaints. Yeah, you said you haven't had any time to like really sit down. Yeah, you. I don't have any complaints. Mm-hmm. But but I was also thinking in my mind like why didn't she just pull up my wish list and say hey, choose whatever you want or something like that. Oh. So you you guys wouldn't have to go pick one she, out. We'd <laughs> ha- we'd had this idea months ago where we were driving around and she she specifically wanted because you know how Sarah Beth has like been wanting to hang out just the two of us for a while. And so she was like let's go out and let's like have a day. She she specifically like talked about like renting out a movie theater and like what? <laughs> like, yeah, she was like she's like you know it's only like $100 or something to rent out a movie theater room and I was like yeah, only like $100. Anyway, but we we've been talking and like throwing around all these ideas and one of the things was like what if we like just went shopping for Noah for Christmas and then like Christmas was like here and we were like uh <laughs> anyway. So yeah, no, like you do have a wish list. Yeah. And it would have been super easy to just like pick a thing, but I think it was I think it was the adventure. I think okay. I think Sarah Beth has me like labeled as her adventure friend. Okay. Like <laughs> We're like we're gonna go out. We're gonna do a thing, and it's gonna be fun and exciting because it's Elias. <laughs> She'll do the same thing with me. Yeah, but it's just we're just married. We're just married. <laughs> it's not an adventure. It's just being married. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, well, she she might even have the same amount of fun. Yeah, but it's not the same because it's just being married. <laughs> yeah, it it's objectively different because I'm adventure friend, and I'm... your husband friend. <laughs> could include adventure friend but it's not special anymore it's not, it's not special <laughs> man anyway <laughs> anyways yeah anyway, um my dad made this pen that no one can see no one can see <laughs> but he made a pen for me indian rosewood out of wood yeah. and plastic <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool i was not expecting it at all i think it's my favorite gift yeah just a pen You're... i don't think he sent spent more than like eight bucks on it yeah <laughs> But it's it's just real nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm glad like. I played a bunch of the Mario Kart and Mario Party this past week. Mario Party on the Switch is so much fun. <laughs> it is so much fun. Because we went to uh, Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, with Sarah Best family. And mm-hmm. as Elias knows, but no one else does. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Best's mom was like, I'm going to get a Switch. <laughs> I will get a Switch. Mm-hmm. so we can play together because we brought the switch on thanksgiving or something and yeah. she played mario kart she she just wants to like do stuff as a family mm-hmm. she thought it would be a great idea it worked out fine yeah. but she was like 
super determined. <laughs> anyway, and so she bought a Switch. She bought four extra Joy-Cons. Mm -hmm. And she bought Mario Party, Mario Kart, and Smash. Mm -hmm. And as you can predict, we never touched Smash <laughs> with her family. Yeah. Don't know why she bought it. Yeah. I think she just wanted something literally everyone could play. Yeah. That's that but was like the... that wasn't the the game that most people would play. Yeah. <laughs> it takes like being able to see your character and <laughs> yeah. understand what buttons to hit and you things. To, you have to unlock the characters, <laughs> you gotta do this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Understandable. Whereas Mario Kart, you just play a karting game where you throw banana peels at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you can turn on auto steer so you won't fall off. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. death of competitive Mario Kart, but it's fine. No, it it's not because you if you go up against anyone who doesn't use it, yeah. they're way better than you. <laughs> because they actually can do all the shortcuts and cut things super close and not get slowed down. Yeah. That's why I always have it off. Yeah. But her parents need it on. <laughs> Because they're just, she, her mom, mm -hmm. she's one of those people who can't sep. she has like separated the character and the cart from her as the player. And she's like, why is it doing this? Because you're turning it off the track. That's why this is happening. Why can't it stay on the track? Because you won't steer correctly. And then I'm like, hey, you can turn on the auto steer real quick so you can do better. And so you don't have to worry about that. And you can make a few mistakes. And she's like, no, I have to be good. And I turned on in secret anyway. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm doing so much better. This is great. That's auto steer. That's auto steer. That's auto steer. But for me, when, it, when I get their remote because they're done playing mm -hmm. and I'm playing, yeah. And auto steers on. It's super annoying. It's really annoying. Why can't I just get close to a wall and go around someone? <laughs> like it's not. Why can't I just use my mushroom and jump on the ramp that's in the grass? Like, <laughs> yeah. I hate those ramps, by the way. Right. Because they're only useful if you already have the speed bump. Yeah. Power up. So it's useless <laughs> for almost every time you pass them by. Yeah. You have to save those mushrooms. And you have to be like, this mushroom normally, just give me a little speed boost. But oh, but if, I, if you've got the ramp, though. Give me a speed boost. And, and I'll be in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a shortcut. Not really. Yeah. My favorite one of those in the entirety of the Mario Kart like universe, there's one for, the, for the, one of the Yoshi stages. And the stage is shaped like Yoshi. And there's this part, I think it's in his hands, like in the hands of the Yoshi, mm -hmm. where like you can use the mushroom to like jump through this little gap, whereas everybody else has you to just like avoid go all the around. Hands. Yep. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. yes. <laughs> I must save the mushroom. Right. It's, it's in Mario, it was introduced in Mario Kart DS, which is my favorite Mario Kart game. <laughs> R.I.P. DS Online. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So we had a good week. <laughs> Christmas time is possibly still going on for you all. Kind of still going on for us. We haven't given all our presents away. <laughs> so I guess it's still happening. <laughs> Fair. Um, but since it's in a weird limbo time of maybe it's Christmas time, maybe it's not. We're going to talk about a weird limbo movie that maybe it's a Christmas movie, maybe it's not. And that is Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> Backed by popular demand. <laughs> Everybody wanted Die Hard. Everybody wanted Die, Die Hard. Die Hard is a really good movie. Yeah. Just well written. Yeah. Well acted. It's a good day to Die Hard. Everybody loves that movie. It's a good day to Die Hard. 
<laughs> there's like what? There's six? There's five. There's five, and there's a sixth one in the works. Is there five? There's five. Of I them. thought there was only four. There's five. Okay. Um, there's one that the, came the out. first three are the only ones worth watching, though. The apparently. the fifth. I've literally only seen the first one. According to Rotten Tomatoes scores, like the fourth one's okay. Fifth one's where it falls apart. The the first one is the best. Yeah. The, like the second one is a dip. Third one is almost as good as the first one. Yes. And that's just been downhill. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. It's, it's either the third or the fourth one. That's like the, the third one is good. The third one, it's the third one because that's Samuel L. Jackson in it. Mm. Anyway, okay. Anyway, but, moving on. I've only seen the first one either way. Same. Uh, I think it's Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Good Day to Die Hard, and there's another one. <laughs> and then from what I've heard, something else today. with Die Hard in the title. <laughs> yeah, uh, Die Hard movies. Boom. And we have. Oh, it's loading. <laughs> uh, this is awkward. Uh, it's uh, <clears throat> okay. Never mind. Just keep talking. <laughs> I don't know why your internet never works here. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you just should we just go into the presentation? It's Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard. Okay. And a good day to die hard. I know a good day to die hard is the like is the bad, last one that most people one. don't like. Bad one, like really bad, <laughs> like really really bad. Anyway, you're that's enough, bud. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, die hard. Die hard. You want to start? Uh, sure. I can start. Uh, how much of the plot do you go over in yours? Not a n basically no plot. Okay, then I'll start because I go over. A little bit of the plot. Okay, okay. You talk Hopefully about the you've plot. seen Die Hard. I've heard of it. <laughs> I was referring to the listeners. Oh, oh. Hopefully they have seen Die Hard. <laughs> so uh, I wrote Die Hard reconciliation question mark. I don't know who Jesus is in this situation, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I like our little subtitles yeah. that we put on these. <laughs> uh, but anyway, John McClane and his wife, Holly, are separated but not divorced. Mm-hmm. They're living in different cities. Mm -hmm. They're not talking to each other or seeing each other very often. Yeah. And Specifically, think... Holly is living in L.A. And then McLean. John McLean. John McLean is, uh, he's NYPD. Yeah. So. He's, in, he's a cop from New York. Yeah. Uh, as he calls himself. <laughs> a cop, I'm a cop from New York. Um, but anyway, he and Holly, it said they haven't seen each other in six months. Mm -hmm. Haven't talked to each other except for like over the phone like basic really short conversations mm -hmm. in six months so john mcclain he goes to la to visit his wife and kids for christmas it's been six months since he saw them <laughs> um he goes to her office building to surprise her not knowing that their office is having a christmas party mm -hmm. and while they are in her office trying to talk about their relationship a little bit uh things go south in that conversation because they don't know how to specifically john doesn't know how to talk to his wife and she storms out and while he's still in there like washing his face like trying to relax after that bit of an argument terrorism <laughs> <laughs> some terrorists take over the building and that's the only floor that really has anyone on it because it's the only one doing a christmas party mm -hmm. um anyway <laughs> um so i'm what i'm talking about is reconciliation between john and holly and so i'm only going to be focusing really on the their relationship portions of this movie yeah but the building take, gets taken over by Hans Gruber, um, who is, what's his name? Alan Rickman. Mm -hmm. uh, great stuff. 
what I'm talking about is a very small portion of the movie, really. Uh, great action scenes, great dialogue, everything's cool, great. Uh, really good action movie. They want to steal money from Barabons, I think, yep. from them, because no one thinks to steal those, even though they are worth a lot if you know have a connection who can transfer it into cash. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on. In this fight, that before the terrorists take over uh in this fight she takes a minute to try and get vulnerable and say hey why don't you stay at our place here in la instead of staying at a different place the kids really miss you i really miss you and so she takes time to be to say hey i really miss you i know we're going through our stuff right now but i'm still your wife i i want to be with you and he takes when the second she gets vulnerable, John immediately gets upset, finds a reason to criticize her. Because what happens in like conversations like this is the person gets vulnerable and the guy who's mad goes, oh, they're admitting they can make mistakes. Let me point out another one so they can admit to that one too. <laughs> and so we can fix this is the thought, but it never works. Yeah. You're supposed to just appreciate that they were vulnerable and not put them put make them put their walls back up yeah but that's what he does uh men <laughs> it's, it's both but in this <laughs> but in this in this men <laughs> um but she puts her walls back up and the thing that he brings up is she has stopped using his last name after mm -hmm. they got separated and moved to different cities yeah uh and he's upset about that because she didn't know. And he finds out when he gets to the, uh, her office and it says her maiden name instead of his name. Yeah. Um, and so he brings that up and then she puts her walls back up. And he, there's a specific part of the argument that he's yelling. They're both yelling at each other. And he goes, you have no idea what I think our marriage should look like. You think you know everything. Stuff like that. Um, they don't get to reconcile because he's too closed off in that moment. Right? Right. Um, and throughout this whole situation john knows he's in the wrong he did the wrong thing holly's in the right all she did was get a job and say hey can we move and he didn't want to move yeah he didn't think she was going to make it because he didn't really support her going and getting this really big i think she's like the vp or something of this company it's something like that. one of the vps or right under the vp something like that anyway um and so he was just all upsetty spaghetti about it and refused to support her and refused to believe that if she took the job it would go well and she wouldn't be moving back mm -hmm. in two weeks or something and now it's been six months and so he's definitely in the wrong and he knows he's in the wrong after she storms out after this argument he's like hitting himself in the head thinking calling himself an idiot because like he knows he's in the wrong he knows he just needs to apologize but he can't say it in front of her. He, he just can't admit it to her. He can admit yeah. it to himself, you know? Anyway. <laughs> so later, after all the terrorism things, he's the only <laughs> cop thing there. So he's the one who's fighting back against the terrorists, right? Right. Um, later on, he thinks he's going to die. He's in a situation. He's been running around barefoot this whole time. Yeah. Uh, he gets some glass in his foot. He's stuck in a bathroom trying to remove the glass, and it's it's bleeding pretty bad. And he knows he can't run anymore because of it, and it's just not looking good. So he thinks he's going to die in this situation. And, and part of the movie is that he has a walkie-talkie, and he's communicating with one police officer. Powell. Yeah. Officer Powell uh, from Family Matters. <laughs> 
Um, what? <laughs> no, just a, what, a, what a great connection. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's talking to Officer Powell this whole time, and he starts talking to Officer Powell through the walkie-talkie as he's removing glass from his foot, thinking he's going to die soon. And he's telling Officer Powell what to say to his wife after this is all over in case he dies and can't say it for himself. And this is really where the reconciliation happens. Um, Heads up for everybody. Don't wait until you think you're going to die to apologize. (laughs) But here it goes. He says uh, he admits that he's the one in the wrong. He doesn't blame her for any of it. Mm -hmm. He says that he's been dumb. He deserves her. He doesn't deserve her forgiveness. And. He, she's the only one who can forgive him yeah uh he says like uh she's heard me say i love you a million times but she's never heard me say i'm sorry so tell her i'm sorry so like he's humbling himself and saying like this is all on me i know what i did was wrong i know i didn't support you like i should have i didn't have your back as your husband like i should have i'm sorry and that's it no blaming her no coming up with excuses just being vulnerable and humble and giving it up and saying i'm sorry please forgive me yeah that's it that's what like the process he has to go through for him to be vulnerable and for things to get fixed in his marriage relationship yeah um anyway uh so at the end of the movie it's clear that he's changed his mind about these things his actions are different he uh introduces her with her maiden name saying like, I understand your decision to do this. I won't fight you on this anymore. I'm taking it back. And then she says, no, I'm I'm Holly McLean," And takes back her mit- her husband's married name. name yeah. uh, married name? Married name? That's how, that's, I thought that was what... Her husband. Okay. <laughs> Family name. <laughs> the McLean name. There you go. The McLean name. McLe- no, stop. You're pushing Mc- it. McName. McLean. It that worked. joke was McLean. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, all I was trying to say is just their journey of, like, they're separate, they're mm-hmm. committed to each other, and they're not going to cheat on each other, but they're separated because John is messed up. <laughs> and yeah. he won't admit it, and he won't say he did anything wrong, and he's just mad and insecure about other things. Yeah. Um, Rick and... And through this situation, they reconcile that, and he apologizes, and they are, they're not estranged anymore, and they, they're back together, going to see their kids at the end of the movie. Driving into the sunrise? <laughs> sure. Because it all happened at night. Um, and they're going to see their kids with a giant teddy bear. <laughs> Big teddy bear. Big teddy bear. Um, so reconciling with God, asking for forgiveness with God, this is a good model to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, often happens in similar ways. Uh, before we can come to God and ask for forgiveness, we're often doing the same things John does. Yeah. Uh, we're afraid to open up and admit we did something wrong. A lot of blaming. Yeah. We're we're blaming him. Uh, even if we're we know we did something wrong, we won't say it out loud. Uh, he, God is always vulnerable with us, and we take that, and we we we're scared of that. Essentially, mm-hmm. we're scared of getting vulnerable because maybe he'll see we're wrong um and we push him away because he's vulnerable with us and always has open arms and has a throne of grace instead of judgment um we can start blaming him acting like we didn't do anything wrong act like he doesn't know anything even though he's the god of the entire universe doesn't know anything can't possibly understand um stuff like that all barriers we put in the way of asking for forgiveness and getting right with god and getting 
in a right place within ourselves, right? right. Uh, but what John does, if we humble ourselves, admit what we did was wrong, don't make excuses for it, just say it's wrong and it shouldn't have happened, uh, ask for forgiveness and acknowledge that we need their forgiveness. It's a need in your life is that that for, is God's forgiveness. Ask for it. That's where reconciliation happens. Uh, and that that's all I was trying to show. Really, uh, Because if you try and make a metaphor out of all this, it doesn't really work very much because, you know, he's the one saving everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the one who like goes to her. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if he's the Jesus figure, that you can make it work. But he's clearly the wrong, yeah, in the wrong in their argument, yeah. And so, it works better of if you think of it as like, what? How do we approach God and admit we're wrong? Like, this is what it looks like before. We're blaming him. We're putting up walls. We're scared of his vulnerability and mm-hmm. scared to reciprocate our own vulnerability. We aren't humble. We're making excuses, and we won't admit we need forgiveness. If we can change that and do what John does in that bathroom scene where he's removing glass from his foot, it's a really good model to just walk through and say, like, he never makes excuses there. He never blames her for anything. He just admits what he did did wrong, admits that he needs forgiveness, and says, I'm sorry, please forgive me, even though he knows he doesn't deserve it. And he even says, I think she's the best thing that ever happened to a bum like me, you know. (laughs) But that's the humility part of it. Like, he realizes he's not this great guy who is deserving of forgiveness. He's a bum. <laughs> like, yeah. her being there, it's the greatest thing ever. God being with us, 100% the greatest thing ever. His forgiveness, 100% the greatest thing ever. And so, that's a good, I think it's a really good model. It's a good model. Yeah. I like. Yeah. So, why are you, <laughs> what is that for? <laughs> uh... Was two o'clock alarm. That was my two o'clock. Work? Yeah, my two o'clock alarm. <laughs> that was my Noah's done talking. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to talk about with Die Hard? <clears throat> I'm going to be talking about duty. 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 Hey. <laughs> duty. Duty. Uh, I'm going to be talking about duty and uh, stewardship. Follow. Yes. Stewardship in the sense of like God has given us like a position on earth, not necessarily the typical stewardship of like we've been given like domain over the animals or something. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Duty. Um, basically, I, I noticed while watching this movie um, that everyone in the film has a distinct role and they never once waver from that role. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you look at like the crooked cops or something, they are greedy or like egocentric or you know they're looking for their own glory in some way. But they never they never falter from that. Everyone has a specific mission at the beginning of the film, and that mission never changes. I, I'd say that none of the characters really get a redemption arc outside of maybe like Powell becoming like cool at the end of the film. It was always cool. <laughs> so, okay. He, Specifically in the character Powell, I'll just I'll just say this now. Um, he at one point in the film, it's revealed that he do, he doesn't use guns because he accidentally shot a kid once, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is a big deal. And then at the end of the film, he's the one who shoots the big bad, and it's not like, the big bad. Not well, no, okay, the no, big no. bad henchman. The big bad henchman, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he learned how to shoot again. <laughs> right, right. But right. it's more like he forgave himself. Yeah, That's he nice. forgave himself. <laughs> um, but yes, point is. That's that's really the only thing. Anyway, but everybody has a specific role. 
uh, McClain, he's a cop. He's honest. He's hardworking. He has a specific, I don't know, he, he's got a specific set of skills. <laughs> um, his relationship with his wife is very strained. And part of, I mean, you've already touched on this. <laughs> you talked a lot about that. Yeah. Um, but his relationship with his wife is really strained. And part of that is because of how, like, focused in he is on his work. He doesn't want to let go of his job. And he just constant, like, that's what he, even when he finds himself in the situation, he's a New York, he's a, he's, he's a cop from New York. And, his, <laughs> and instead of being like, oh, this isn't my jurisdiction, as soon as something bad starts happening, he's like, well, here I am. Time to yeah. start doing my cop thing. And even with his relationship, mm-hmm. his excuse for not being there is he, is he had six months worth of crooks backlogged that he had to make sure went to jail and yeah. stuff. It's all about, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. <laughs> That's his thing. I got to take care of being a cop. I got to take care of being a cop. And you know what? At the end of the film, what is it that saves his marriage? Him being a cop. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he, sa- he saves his wife. He saves all the people in the building. Yeah. It like shows his wife like, yeah, he's annoying, but there are things to like about it. <laughs> but he's pretty hot. So, like, <laughs> no, but like he can, per- like he does his job well. He does his job. Well. And instead of being annoyed that he does his job well because you're the wife at home, <laughs> she's very happy that he's doing his job well. Yeah. Because he's taking care of the situation. Yeah. Protecting his wife. Protecting his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at Hans Gruber, he's he's European, and he- <laughs> <laughs> how dare he? How dare he? Uh, but no, he, he's European. He, he's he's this big guy. He steps in. He's got this plan to steal these bonds. And you know, instead of like, he, he works this angle that makes him seem like this big bad terrorist. Like he's got this like crazy plan. And then like there there are multiple characters. One being uh, McClane, and then the other being uh, Ta- Takagi. Or- <laughs> Takagi, what's it? How's it? Well, the the boss? The boss guy. I don't know. Anyway, I I I I searched all over until I could find this quote. But anyway, Gruber's talking. And he's like, Mister Takagi, uh, I'm not really interested in your computer, but I need the code key because I'm interested in the 640 millions in negotiable bearer bonds that you have locked in your vault, and the computer controls the vault. And Takagi is like, You want money? What kind of terrorists are you? And he's just like, Who said we were terrorists? Yeah, <laughs> I like that quote because it kind of like it showed like. Gruber, he's not, he doesn't have some big ideal. He's not some like. He's not trying to scare people into agreeing with him or follow something. Yeah. Even though he tells the cops or the FBI that, like, hey, you better release these people from prison. It's just to keep them busy while he can steal money. Like, that's it. Um, I think he even says, like, I saw this on 60 Seconds yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Ah, Gruber. Um,. (laughs) But yeah, you look at Powell, um, he's just, same thing, same exact deal as McLean. Um, and throughout the entire film, like, you can see, like, McLean, they kind of portray him as, like, the little guy of the film. He's very... The underdog. He's the underdog, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he's, like, jacked and, like, a real cool dude. But still, he has to go up against, like, these very skilled, very well-informed... Uh, criminals i was gonna say terrorists well prepared well prepared people he doesn't even have a gun i don't think at the beginning no he doesn't because that because he leaves that note he's like i've got a machine gun now ho 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 ho. (laughs) um but yeah he just he goes through and he's doing he's doing his thing um and i think that that like like again it's difficult to make like a good one-to-one with anything with this movie there's not like a because because the whole point of the film is like 
big dumb action movie. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of like Christian themes that you can be like, and this perfect, like, and you can see he, he acts with When Christ's he choked love. out that man. <laughs> and then on the third day, like there's not, there's not like an easy thing like that. So we just kind of have to tackle themes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, McLean, point is, McLean, he never, despite all the things that he costs him, like it, he almost loses his marriage um but he never once like leaves that duty yeah. behind and i think that like as christians we are called into our own sense of duty um and i will pull up bible verse uh, <laughs> galatians 6 um specifically i guess i'll read verses 4 and 5 mm-hmm. um so galatians 4 uh each one should test their own actions uh then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else and verse 5 follows up with for each one should carry their own load um Everybody has a specific role. Um, everybody has their own specific, their own, like you said, stewardship. But yeah. uh, every, everybody has like a specific thing. Following like predestination and that line of thought, um, it's pretty easy to say like God has a purpose for you here on earth. There's a reason why you're here and following through with that purpose. It's hard. It'll cost you a lot of things. It'll be the rough. Mm-hmm. But in spite of how difficult all that is, like faithfully following through with your duty at the end of the day, you'll be rewarded. Um, even in, maybe I shouldn't say rewarded. You'll, you'll get what's coming to you one way or another. In the example of Hans Gruber, obviously he is not rewarded at the end of the film. Yeah. He follows through with his, his plan, his goals, his aspirations, and he gets his just desserts. Yeah, Um, even the wife, Holly, Mm -hmm. she's doing her job. Yeah. And she doesn't let, like, she's doing her job and then her boss gets killed. And so she's in charge of everyone. Um, There's a point where Gruber even, like, looks at her and is like, like, you know, who who puts you in charge or whatever? And she's like, like, you "You killed You You killed my boss. (laughs) So here we are. (laughs) Right. Uh, And so, like, she doesn't even let her marriage get in the way of that because... They know his name, but she's using her maiden name. And so she, like, doesn't let him know that she's married. Mm -hmm. Doesn't let him know that her actual name is McLean or anything. Yeah. Because, like, in order to take care of these people, she can't be used as bait against him. Yeah. And also, she doesn't want to be used as bait. (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) But, yeah, so they all have their duty and they follow through with it. And what that verse is talking about is, like, you can have pride, mm-hmm. but not pride that comes from being comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. And so, like, what John is doing, he's not, like, proud that he's doing it. He's, like, because no one else is doing it, and that makes him better than everybody else. He's just, like, proud to be a cop. Proud and to so, be a cop. And he's doing his duty. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Nice and simple. Yeah. And, yeah. We're, we all have a duty. Yeah. Um, and one of his duties is to protect his wife. And mm-hmm. so, like, even though, like, it, like him being a cop didn't ruin his marriage. The no. way he, no, I, the way he fell into it and was prideful and wouldn't support his wife. Mm-hmm. The way he assumed that he would be the person who would take care of the family. Yeah. And that he would be if the his, one. To... If his role is be a cop, he's good at that. But he added stuff to that. Yeah. And if as soon as he goes back to the basics of just I need to protect and save people. Mm-hmm. His wife can see, oh, I like him again. <laughs> like, oh, this guy is worth something. Yeah. I don't need to be mad at him yeah. anymore. So, yeah. like, following that duty did 
save his marriage mm-hmm. even but getting to the point where you're so prideful and not compare and he was comparing himself to his wife and that's why they broke up or separated for six months or whatever you want yeah. to call it is like i should be the provider my wife doesn't need to have a job like that we're fine here and he's comparing himself to his wife yeah is what messed stuff up not him being proud of the fact that he's a cop no one ever tells him to stop being a cop if he moved to la he'd still be a cop in la nothing's stopping that but his own pride gets in the way and so if you just stick to your duty and don't find pride and try and out outdo other people by being who you are that's fine and you should stick to that and the bible instructs you like hey you have a purpose stick to that purpose don't find pride in it though Mm -hmm. outside at least not a pride that makes you feel better than other people yeah and allows you to compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, die hard. Die hard. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> you filthy animal. Hey, that's not even... <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that movie, but that's not the right movie. John McClane said that. Then it's 100% a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. He did say, I have a machine gun now. Ho, ho, ho. He does. He makes reference to the fact that it's Christmas. Anyway. We're yeah. not going to argue about it. Yeah. It's not that important. It's, like, I, it, it's funny to me when people I really don't care about it. I really don't care. But like, it does make you question, what is a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. And should I include that? But if you are like mad at people, let go. Like, yeah. <laughs> just move yeah. past it, man. People in the movie don't even care. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's Christmas. Well, I better deal with these terrorists first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so that that's all I had to say on that matter. Just basic. And I, I mean, I guess I could go further into it and say like all these people who come in, all these all these Europeans, all these criminals, they all come in and they obviously like they take great pride in their work in the sense that they do compare themselves to others. Yeah, they do, and they feel better than John McClane, and yeah. they f- develop personal vendettas with him, and he's just like, I'm just not trying to let you guys destroy people's lives you know? yeah yeah <laughs> but eh, so there you go mm-hmm. anyway that's the film that's that's diehard and that's it and that's diehard through a christian lens <laughs> we don't talk about any of the action we do right <laughs> the killing the blood nope nope not Just a once they the marriage relationship <laughs> and being a cop that's all we see in this movie yeah Anyway. We skipped the other scenes. <laughs> if Holly's not on set, I don't want it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.